You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you just want to ask your mom. Welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And I'm Renee Sproles. And uh, today's episode is actually suggested by a listener. We're going to talk about hills to die on. Oh, fine. <laughs> I know. I love dying on hills. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> so, well, in any given day as a mom, as we know, our kids give us plenty of challenges, whether they're three or 13. And these can su- start as soon as they open their little eyes in the morning. Some days, everything is a battle. Breakfast isn't right. They want to wear their Elsa costume all day again. Or there's a small skirmish with their brother. Why can't they have another video? Or for teens, why are you asking so many questions? And what is the big deal if they have their phone by their bed all night long? Well, some days our kids just seem to wake up and decide that today is a good day to storm the castle of their benevolent, all-loving leader. And we're pretty (laughs) sure their plan is to take us down with them. Right. So moms, pick your battles. (laughs) This phrase gets tossed around a lot, and it's meant to give us an out. It's permission to let some stuff go. And it's also meant to give our kids a break. We don't want to feel, and they don't want to feel, like they're on, we're on their case about every little lapse, every little misstep, every mess up. That's no fun for anyone. It's exhausting, demoralizing. Right. So um, pick your battles, and this is a hill I'm going to die on. They both come from military language. Um, The point is that the general in charge of the troops looks around to assess the situation and might decide that winning some territory, that little hill, is not worth the cost. There might be too much collateral damage, too many resources used, or the timing just may not be right. So maybe it's not the most encouraging thing to think (laughs) of ourselves at war with our children, but it is kind of a useful metaphor. So how do we sift through all these little conflicts and decide which ones are worth addressing? Well, I think it's useful to go back and ask yourself, what are my values? Yeah, it's this is something that you should be assessing with your uh, spouse on a regular basis. What are you actually fighting for? Yeah. What is your what is your family about? What do you want? What do you want your family to be known for? Yeah, if you don't have that big goal in mind, then it's really easy to get lost in the weeds of all the little stuff. Yeah, so this is a great, um, after work, we always called it couch time. We sat down and looked each other in the eyes for 15 minutes and talked about life. This is a good question to ask one another. What do you want for your children? Yeah, like what really matters? If you had to give all the things up except for maybe one or two, what what would really matter? Mm-hmm. If you could look down the road to when they're 18, 19, 20, what do you want to see blossoming in their lives? Mm-hmm. What kind of character traits do you want in them? So we begin with the end in mind. That's that's a great um, goal setting technique. So if you want a kind 16 year old, you need to work on showing your six year old what kindness looks like. They don't just get poof kindness at 16. So we're gonna say it yet again. Take the long view, mm-hmm. moms. <laughs> Not everything. And in fact, very few things are going to be evident in the short term. The young years is planting seeds. That's right. Yep. So just keep swimming just to mix keep the metaphor. Swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you figure out your ultimate goal, when you're when you're in the process of doing that, like what are the non-negotiables? 
We found that some family verses helped us here. Just okay. Like what, what, um, and this was our personalities blending. So scripture is rich and you could pick many different things that are important to you. So based on David and I coming together and our unique blend of personalities and our life experiences, um, we were really, really, really focused on encouraging one another. Okay. Doing everything with excellence and trusting God to direct you. Those were three very controlling um, values as we were raising our children. So um, our verses were 1 Thessalonians 5.11, which was encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you were doing. The context of that was actually in terms of Jesus returning. So keep your, this is keeping your mind on the long view of things. Mm. Here you're enduring some difficult things now. And Jesus is coming back. So encourage one another and build each other up with the thought of what he's going to do for us. And then Colossians 3, 23 and 24, whatever you do, work it out with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. And then Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. I was just talking to some children earlier this week, and this was a verse we were working on. Um, it's just one of my favorites. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. So there were, there were more, obviously, principles that were really important to us, family values, but those are, that's an example of three. So in terms of hills to die on, mm-hmm. we were going to encourage each other. Dad, gum it. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do whatever we did. Remember, we were homeschooling. We were home together a lot. Whatever work right. you did, was you were doing it for Jesus. That handwriting assignment, that English paper, that math test, those were all, you're, you're doing them for me, but you're really ultimately doing them for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Great. Those are great. Um, mm-hmm. Ours included Philippians 4, 8, uh, which we had up on the bathroom mirror for years um whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right pure lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things so a lot of stuff can come I under those that. categories That's a great umbrella verse um so you know if your behavior is not um pure or lovely or admirable you know you can get called on that uh-huh, you get the buzzer uh, violation yeah because right. <laughs> that's super encouraging yeah um and then first corinthians 13 obviously four through seven all of the love language love is patient love is kind it doesn't boast it isn't proud it doesn't dishonor others it isn't self-seeking not easily angered keeps no record of wrongs and the big one which covers a multitude of sins love is not rude Love is not rude. So that covers like all of the one another's in scripture. Like, are you treating somebody else unkindly? Well, love is not rude. That's (laughs) not loving. Try again. That's good. Those are great. So you see that we had very different verses, but we were all, we were going for similar values in our families. And there really needs to be only a few, you know, that you're, you're um, prioritizing character traits here. Mm -hmm. And, and so um, for example, honesty kindness right um which is the opposite of rudeness right those yeah. those are things love for one another mm-hmm. um trying hard or excellence you know those are those are big picture umbrella values right so you you those are your hills that those you're willing your to hills. die on you're saying okay if, if honesty is one of your family values and um it means a lot to you to be an honest person and have integrity then any kind of behavior that falls under dishonesty or the opposite is going to require a consequence. It's going to be immediately addressed. Yes. And 
if you're struggling with this, if you if you're thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to keep up with this for each of my children? Because likely your children are not all going to be in lockstep with where they are in developing these character traits. Correct. We would just put an index card on the refrigerator um, with whatever particular value we were working on with that particular child at the time. Right. The hill we're going to die on yes. with them. And there's a season of life. There's early like preschool years is like about three. I think mine started lying. Mm, yeah. And that was one of the, that's just a developmental thing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're learning like what's actually true and what's not true. And they're going to test that out. So we wanted to have that on the fridge and remember, oh yeah, that's the hill we're dying on. We want to address that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just let that one slide. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we have a lot going on mentally from day to day as moms generally and it's not always reasonable that we're going to remember what we're working on with each child so um we would just think about the behaviors like what's been really getting under my skin lately Mm. what is coming up over and over again what have i had to tell you (laughs) how many times do i have to tell Mm -hmm. you like when are you going to get this kind of a behavior um stuff they they don't seem to be making a lot of progress on um those are those things that we would put on our three by five card and say okay somehow this is not getting through we we need a little extra effort in this area so and we would just tell them i mean i would say exactly that hey this is not working you don't seem to be getting the instruction on this um so we're gonna put this on the on the fridge or on the card or whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever language mm-hmm. you want to use we're gonna bump this up and and really work on this um and tell them we're gonna start encouraging them to do better this type of parenting, it's not big secret, right? We've talked about this before. Mm. You're, um, you're letting your child in on the frustrations you're having with their behavior, and you're going to um, encourage them and give them a boost to help them learn mm-hmm. this character trait that's really important to you. And you just say, okay, from now on, when I hear you lie to me, or when I find out that you've lied to me, or when you fail to do whatever it is you know, that you're working on, this is what's going to happen happen to you. This okay. is what's, and so they know. Again, it's so fair. Yeah. Because now they know. They can really make a clear choice. If you're constantly moving the boundaries and the punishments, and some days you come down really hard, and some days you're really, really lax, you're training your child to gamble. Yeah. And that is very unfair. It's all dependent on your mood. Yes. Or what kind of bad day you've had, or how much you can take that day. And that's not fair. They They don't know. They don't know. What the expectations are. That's right. So you're placing the power of choice, to refer to another episode, in your children's hands. And you you can encourage them. I know you can do this. Yeah. We're, this is what we're going to be working on. And I believe that you can master this. Right. Um, so it's also really important to have you and your spouse be on the same page about this. So this is a great thing. Once you've talked about all your values and what your family values are going to be, what's most important, you also probably need to like, okay, so... Jennifer is struggling with these three things. Do you see anything else Jennifer is struggling with? What do you think we should start working on with Jennifer? It's it's intentional parenting to try and knock some things off the list and get where you want to go down the road. Um, and your spouse needs to agree with you on that. Yep, that's what we're working on. Mm-hmm. And it really does just need to be one to two things. Oh, yeah. At a time. You, you don't can, need a list can, at the top 10. Just yes, one you or can, two. You'll, you'll come up with more than one to two. You yeah. will. And then you're going to have to triage those and prioritize exactly. them. Yeah. So... In my younger years as a new mom, um, I think I focused too much on squashing the behavior I did not want. So punishing it. I think that's probably common and 
like a natural reaction for most of us. So one of the gems I took from that parenting class that we taught, we took first and then we taught it uh, for years and years, was to elevate the opposite virtue. Mm -hmm. This was such a gift. This changes the whole tone of your home Mm -hmm. in in terms of character development. Yeah, and it's such a positive. It's beautiful. Um, flip. Yes. <laughs> to what we so usually positive. see. So positive. Yes. So it doesn't feel like you're only cracking down with consequences, right? And again, you're you're beginning with the end in mind. So like when you're driving a car, you don't look down at the steering wheel, which is the bad thing right in front of you necessarily, or even a little further at the hood, you're looking way down that road. Where do I want to end up down there? Um, so for example, if your child maybe. Maybe they're having trouble with greed or jealousy and, and you're hearing, that's not fair all the time. Or he oh. got, he gets more than me. Or all my friends have that phone and why don't I get that phone? Um, then what's the opposite of that? Gratitude. So you're going to work on gratitude. Catch them when they're being grateful and thankful and praise that when you see it. Uh, practice gratitude. Um, coach them through that. Let's make a daily list of three things we're grateful for. Mm, great idea. Um Let's go out of our way. We're going to send a thank you note to a teacher today. We're going to send a thank you note appreciating grandma or grandpa. Um, Your prayers are going to focus on blessings from God and all the things that you've been given. Not one of those things is a punishment. No, it's so much better. Moms, if you could just take one thing from this podcast, that's it. Mm. Focus on the virtue you want. It Like seven to one, ten to one. Yeah. Like focus on the virtue. And it's it's a blessing to yourself. You'll find that your child is probably making more progress than you thought when you're pointing it out. When you're saying, oh, I like how you did that. Mm-hmm. I, I see how you were so um, grateful with your sibling. And, and she, she got a little bit more than you. But you know what? You didn't complain. Yeah. I am so proud of you for doing that. Great job. That's, That's exactly awesome. what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. That is so much more fun than punishing. Yeah. And, and it's cool too. You can sort of orchestrate these sneaky moments too. Like what you just said reminded me. So yeah, if they're having trouble with this, you've been working on it for a long time. And, um, so just do a little test, you know, cut the pie for dessert that night. And yeah, sister's going to get a little bit more. Let's just see what happens. Yes. When my kids both tried lying at, you know, developmentally about age three, I would just see, I would give them an instruction like, "Ah, I need you to make your bed up, which at age three is kind of just pulling the covers right (laughs) a little bit, you know, just pull the covers up a little bit. And then I would go by and see that they'd done it. So I knew I could ask them without tempting them to lie. Okay. So I would ask a question that I already knew the answer to. And so I say, Hey, did you make your bed? And they could say, yes. And I said, that's right. I know you did. I saw that you'd made it. I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of you. You told the truth. That's what we're looking for. There you go. That's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> sneaking around. Then sneaking around. That's right. right. So um, sometimes um, those the behaviors that you're working on, sometimes they might stay on your little card for just a couple of days before you see improvement. Just depends on the kid. Depends on how motivated they are and how mm-hmm. morally mature they are. Um, but sometimes they can be there for weeks. Um, and if you think your child is morally capable of better progress and is just digging in their heels, they're just stubborn. Some you're going to, some are going to be that way. They just are. Yes. It's okay to amp up those consequences and double down. Um, as long as everybody's aware that this is what's going to happen again, it's always their choice. It's their choice. It's their choice to drag it out. If you know that they can, they can do it, then they're just testing you. Mm. They want to test your will and you're not doing them any favors by caving. Right. Um, so 
Um, but happily, once you are satisfied that the behavior has been dealt with and that they're behaving better in this area, then you take that off the list and you add another. And this is this progresses. This is years. This is years and years. Like this is parenting. This is what it is. <laughs> this is what it is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> off the list, on the list, off the list, on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you will make better progress if you're intentional. We're not looking for perfe- perfection. Mm-hmm. Children are not robots. That you will make more progress if you know where you're headed. Yeah. So, okay. We all know that we're our kids. Like we said, we made the list with our parent, with our spouses, and um, we could probably come up with 10 or 15 things that we really need to work on, but we're only going to work on the one or two. So meanwhile, what is happening to all those other behaviors? <laughs> Can't they just go away? I mean, just do <laughs> pause. Just set those aside. Yeah, pause, pause. Pause button. No, that's not how uh, life goes. So these are our lesser hills. So the ones that we're not going to die the on. The ones we're not going to die on. Maybe you just give them a little verbal warning. Okay. Or a little verbal reminder. Or a verbal question. Is that how we talk to our sister? Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, why don't you go sit and think about that, and we'll talk about it when you have an answer. Okay. Okay, well, it's not a big power struggle. It's not a federal case. It's not, right, right. Um, but it's just a little back and forth, little conversation. Okay. Okay, so um, it's you're not ignoring it, though. You're not ignoring it. Um, and they're aware that you kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know that you know that I know. <laughs> uh, it's on your right. radar, right? Um, and if it continues, and you can let them know, hey, this may go on the card. Mm-hmm. You really want this to be something that we're going to have to work on long term? Or can you just, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself? <laughs> That's right. Can, can you please? <laughs> <laughs> So this also um, is an opportunity, and we would verbalize this to our children. I'm going to extend mercy to you. I I see that you messed up. That's a great lesson. And um, I see that you are talking unkindly to your sister. And um, it's been a long day, and you know that that's not okay. Mm -hmm. I need you to apologize to you, or we're just going to move on from here. We're not going to just go on and on and on about it. Yeah. So... Um, that's a great opportunity to just explain what is mercy? What is grace? That's right. Why am I giving it to you? Because I've had some myself mm-hmm. and I, I know how that feels. And even define it. So, you, you know, this, this is not something that we allow in our family and this does deserve punishment and I'm not going to do that right now. And that's what mercy is. I'm extending mercy to you. It's a great little theological lesson there. There, there you, you go. go. Now your child has a very personal experience there of what mercy go. is. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously you'd want to tie that in to um, God's mercy towards us. Right. And like we deserve quite a bit of punishment. Maybe don't go into glaring detail with your very little, very little ch- mm-hmm. children, but we deserve punishment. And Jesus did that for us. Right. He stepped in. So God extended mercy. There's one time. <laughs> this backfire it didn't backfire it just the lesson sunk in I'll just say that the lesson okay. sunk in because this mom the, you could just tell the kid in in big church and, and the church ceremony was um just getting worse and worse and worse and finally just kind of melted down completely and of course mom picks him up goes heads toward the back of the church and uh, I'm hearing the whole way mercy <laughs> <laughs> No, but 
I was oh. like, yeah, they got the mercy message. They were pretty good about that. Oh, me. <laughs> so, um, ho- I mean, we hope that once we've worked on something for a long time, um, a, a character trait or something like that, that it's going to slide off that list like we talked about and we're never going to see it again. But hmm, sadly, not, yeah, not always the case, right? No, we're it's human. Not. Our kids are human. So you stand up, you dust off, you try it again. It, you know, some personality traits are going to be lifelong. We might mm-hmm. conquer them for a little while and slide off and come back up. It's just natural. Have we talked about besetting sins nope. on this podcast before? <laughs> so just in terms of temperament, each of us has things that um, we're more inclined to do wrong, wrongly. So, um, it could be lying. It could be we tend towards laziness. We tend towards anger. Mm-hmm. We tend towards um, grudge holding or resentment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is part of parenting is discerning your children and, and what their strengths are, but also what their weaknesses are. And you're going to see a besetting sin in your children. You're going to see one in yourself. Yeah. And you're, you're going to know, like, this is, um, again, the long game on this one. And we'll, we'll look for progress, but we're not going to expect mastery in that until they're much, much older. Right. But being aware of it, wow, you're so much farther down the road Gosh, and yes. setting them up for success and gaining control over it. So they're not enslaved. Right. You're not just going to say, well, that's how you are. That's just I how you I guess you're are. just going to be a grudge holding angry person the whole rest <laughs> of your life. I mean, you don't want that. No. You actually want to do something about it. No, you want. And so your relational children, they are going to be grudge holders. Mm-hmm. They're going to feel very deeply for the, their friendships or their siblings. And you don't want to leave them there. You yeah. don't want to leave them there. So yeah. So know your children. Yeah, for sure. So, and also uh, be reasonable. <laughs> so maybe you've got on the list, you're working with a teenager and you've got gratitude or kindness to siblings or something like that on the list. And then one night they come home late, curfew smelling like beer. Uh, so, okay, that's a huge lapse in judgment. That's health and safety and legal issues. You're obviously, some major radical behaviors are going to have to be immediately addressed. Like, that's going to immediately <laughs> go that, to the top of the line. That goes to the top of the list. You can't just say like, oh, well, this time, you know, I'm going to show you mercy. <laughs> no, no. And I've done, have you seen that in um, parents of teens? I have. And they do it under the guise of being merciful or being kind or understanding their children. And in my view, I thought it was kind of lazy parenting to not, um, it's easier just to kind of let them. Slide. Let them do, let it slide, mm-hmm. and um, or maybe even embrace it. Like, I'm going to let you, you know, dress how you want, mm-hmm. or I'm going to let you drink alcohol here. Like, no, right. not if your goal is to have them not be drinking alcohol right. underage. So don't just let the big major things slide because they don't happen to be on your list. Like, use common sense. Also, on the other side, so maybe it's not a huge violation that your child's done. Um, Maybe they're actually a a very compliant, submissive, respectful, obedient teenager. It's easy, because I had a couple of those. It's easy to get lazy. So I caught myself, because my kids were generally characterized by being submissive to me and doing what was asked of them. It was easy to think, well, they're way better than most kids their own age. Don't I just get a pass? I'm kind of tired. <laughs> yeah. Do we and, really need to work on so other things? so I had to like spur myself on. No, I have to do everything as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. I need to be excellent and finish strong. Mm-hmm. So even if you have really great um, compliant teenagers, you do need to continue this all the way to the end. Yeah. There's always more maturing to do. There's always more, mm-hmm. yeah, becoming. It's actually that, probably more pleasant and more beautiful that all of us can you know, do. Instead of, a, instead of those power struggles. <clears throat> 
So right. the more kids you have, Bonnie. The more cards you have. Yep. So like, I feel like this is kind of obvious, but um, the behaviors that you're working on are not going to be the same across the board for all your kids. And as we've talked about before, the moral maturity of one kid is not going to be the same as another's. It's not a race. You're not comparing. And it has nothing to do with fairness because it's all up to them. It's all their work and their choosing. So and God gives you all different kinds of yeah personalities. If you don't think it's fair that we're children. having to work on this with you, then fix it. <laughs> yes. And we will set it aside. That's right. We will celebrate with you for that progress. Yeah. And then here's one more point I was thinking as we were preparing for this episode. This is probably not something I did enough of. And so I want to share it with young moms. I listened to um, a podcast by Amy Joy Lykosh, and she's one of the children of the founders of Sunlight Homeschool Curriculum. And she has a podcast called Make Prayer Beautiful. It's a great little podcast, five to 10 minutes of a devotional thought or a theological thought, and then a prayer. And one day her um, podcast was about one of her sons. I think she has like four sons. And she said one of her sons just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. (laughs) And the day just went downhill from the word go. And um, it wasn't until they were talking through his day right before bed that she realized from his perspective, nothing had gone right for him that day. And when she really entered into maybe his perspective of the day, um, what it felt like to be him all day long, she had a better idea of what he was up against. And so she just laid down beside him and she prayed a prayer over him. And it went something like this. Lord God, here is my son. He is sad. Spirits of rebellion, of grumpiness and ill humor, of rejection and disappointment, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I bind you and cast you out. Go directly to Jesus and do what he tells you. And Lord, in their place, I bless my son. May he be filled with love, joy, and peace. May he walk with you. May his father and I have a better understanding of how to encourage him and work with his unique personality and needs. Please give him good sleep all night, and may he wake with a good attitude in the new day. And she said, I wish I'd thought of this 13 hours earlier. (laughs) She said, my goodness. He immediately relaxed and fell asleep within just a few seconds. Mm -hmm. And he woke up in the morning with a fun sense of teasing. So she was talking about just her spiritual alertness in terms of what was going on with her boys and how she is responsible for the spiritual tone of the home Mm -hmm. with them during the day when they're the four of them are five of them are homeschooling and if he was sad or if he was struggling he needed the holy spirit to fill in those places and i thought wow wow i wish i'd done that and so we're learning as we go as she said graciously (laughs) at the end of that podcast and so when you're thinking in terms of hills you're dying on with your children and um all the things that we've mentioned also consider what's going on spiritually in your home oh for sure the context is everything yeah is there have they been exposed to something that would be upsetting to them is Mm -hmm. there is what is their perspective on the day kids don't have a lot of um personal volition nor should they Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that can be frustrating at times and they can feel very out of control very um powerless and you have the power to help reset that right well that's another positive elevating that opposite virtue Mm -hmm. that's a great example of that because you're stopping 
and saying, who can help better in this than your heavenly father, right? Who can help better than the Holy Spirit that you have within you? So uh, let's call on them. Mm -hmm. Like that's part of the three by five card. Like it's not just me and you here, buddy. We got a whole other right. resource to draw from. Right. The most powerful, beautiful resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And moms mediate that. Use that. Right. Use that power in your home. Stop and stop and pray and model that. So important. So I wish I could have great. a redo, Bonnie. Yeah, super just sitting great. here thinking of it. Oh <laughs> man. Oh, that's why you have grandkids. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we hope this has been a helpful podcast to you. So figure out your values and, and what's important. And then you'll have those hills already mm -hmm. laid out for you. The ones mm -hmm. you need to die on. So, um, we will have all our resources at our website, justaskyourmom.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, just ask your mom or Instagram at just ask your mom podcast. And if you're listening, please rate us and leave a review and, um, a comment, um, happy comments, please. And if you have any questions or topic ideas, please email us. We love to hear from you. Just ask your mom podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on just, just ask, ask your, your mom. mom.